0: Autonomous vehicles and artificial intelligence are on the way. And if you thought the science and technology were complicated, wait until you hear about the ethical and moral issues.
1: Artificial intelligence must be programmed by humans to make life and death decisions. If an autonomous vehicle is confronted with a pedestrian that is jaywalking, and the AV is programmed to veer away, to avoid that pedestrian, but then veers into the path of an oncoming vehicle what are the ethical issues associated with that
0: that was jones day partner paul rafferty he's here to tell us more i'm dave dalton you're listening to jones day talks technology welcome to jones day talks technology paul rafferty is here again today paul's a trial lawyer in jones days irvine california office he's a member of the firm's avare group which means autonomous vehicles artificial intelligence and robotics This time we're gonna talk about the ethical considerations facing in-house counsel at companies involved with this technology. Paul, thanks for coming back. Hey, thanks for having me today, David. Obviously, we touched on a lot of product liability issues in that first podcast, and your knowledge there is deep, both in terms of the known and unknown liability concerns there. But is there more to all this for in-house lawyers that are overseeing these emerging technologies at a client company? Yeah, I think
1: there is. You know, historically, lawyers overseeing product development dealt with widgets, which were essentially inanimate objects that do not think. But, you know, in the coming world, the emerging industry of autonomous vehicles, the game has changed because autonomous vehicles will think for themselves using artificial intelligence. You probably know by now, having heard me before, that artificial intelligence is really a set of complex algorithms designed to make these autonomous vehicles work and operate. But it's going to create two emerging problems for our in-house lawyers as well. The first is understanding the way autonomous vehicles think. It's still going to be a product of a client's design for the product. So decisions made there will create product liability and ethical concerns. And then secondarily, the ethical issues associated with releasing a product that can think are new and novel, and these present new challenges to our lawyers as well.
0: All right, you talked about ethical challenges or ethical issues. Identify what some of those might be.
1: Obviously, there's no script here, and so it's hard to answer that question easily, but let's work our way into it. Here in California, uh, if we look to our rules of professional responsibility, while they don't specifically address the issue of ethics relative to autonomous vehicles, they're still helpful. The ABA rules that many lawyers look to throughout the country are also helpful. They provide a framework for lawyers to use in developing and working through the ethical issues that are going to arise here.
0: Give us a few examples of those rules in California.
1: Yeah, David, there are many different rules that help us, and I'll give you some examples. Rule 3-100 of the rules of professional responsibility in California pertain to confidentiality. The ABA has a more robust but a similar rule, 1.6. We also have the duty to act competently. Now, many lawyers listening to this podcast will say, obviously, Mm -hmm. uh, I know how to perform legal services with competence. But in the realm of artificial intelligence, we must also apply the mental and emotional capability to provide such services. And as we'll discuss a little bit more in a minute or two, emotions are going to play a part in trying to determine how perhaps artificial intelligence is programmed. We have to also advise or avoid the advice of violation of law. That's our rule 3-210, ABA's rule 1.2d. We can't advise on illegality, but what will one do when also faced with the duty of confidentiality? And then, of course, we've got truthfulness, truthfulness in statements to others. That's Rule 4.1 in the ABA. What does a lawyer do when he or she is knowledgeable of possible illegality? Is there a duty to disclose? And how does that meet with the duty of confidentiality? These are just some of the different rules that are going to be confronted.
0: And these rules are currently useful for lawyers in California working in AV and AI?
1: Yes, in California now more than ever. In fact, David, just a week ago on February 26th of 2018, the California's Office of Administrative Law approved California Department of Motor Vehicles' proposed regulations governing the testing and deployment of autonomous vehicles without a driver behind the
0: wheel. No so, driver behind the wheel.
1: <laughs> no wow. driver behind the wheel now, not even in the car. So this terrific development will hasten autonomous vehicle development in California. But as well, I think it will continue to ripen ethical concerns for lawyers.
0: When you talk about making sure everything an autonomous vehicle does complies with the law, do you have examples?
1: Lots of examples, but let me just give you one. Speed limits. Consumers like to go fast. And in California, it seems like you get on one of our freeways and everybody's doing 80. Now, in turn, manufacturers of autonomous vehicles will develop artificial intelligence that will follow the speed limits. That's interesting. Because now an autonomous vehicle will be traveling down a freeway at 65, being passed by virtually everybody doing 80. Consumers are not going to like that. So it's not hard to see the tension that will be caused between the marketing arm of a company and its law department. Here again,
0: how will a lawyer ethically work through this tension? Well, you've got to acknowledge the reality you were talking about. I mean, people don't drive 65, people drive 70, people drive 75, they're passing, that kind of thing. That's a tough one. Do these issues get tougher?
1: Well, yeah. As a matter of ethics, I think we'll see tougher issues as well. Remember that artificial intelligence must be programmed by humans to make life and death decisions. Now, they don't intend to make life and death decisions, but that's the end result in certain scenarios. For example. If an autonomous vehicle is confronted with a pedestrian that is jaywalking in an emergency situation and the AV is programmed to veer away to avoid that pedestrian, but then veers into the path of an oncoming vehicle, what are the ethical issues associated with that? If an in-house lawyer is asked to participate in programming decisions, even as a matter of product liability, and those decisions could impact human life, so what are the ethics there? And I'll do you one better, David. There is a difference here between personal and professional ethics. And so in-house lawyers need to understand the difference. Finally, the one thing that's unique now about, I think, autonomous vehicles and artificial intelligence is that it will involve both personal and professional ethics from the standpoint of emotionality.
0: You mean an ethical consideration may also have to take into account human emotions?
1: Right. As mentioned previously, one of the measures of competency in our rules of professional responsibility is emotion, where we need to apply or provide the mental and emotional ability that's necessary to perform our services. So, as a matter of ethics, then, how is our legal advice impacted by our emotions? This will be an interesting issue for lawyers to debate as they take on the tougher issues of how artificial intelligence is programmed.
0: Say I'm driving down the street, or my, my AV is, and something goes wrong. I see conditions, a tree falls, whatever. I have a choice it needs to be made in a split second between hitting a school bus full of kids or going over the edge of a cliff. These are the kinds of things, potentially, that might have to be determined, right, by artificial intelligence?
1: Yeah, that's what's interesting about it. So in that scenario that you just mentioned, an autonomous vehicle will make that decision in a millisecond, and it will make it rationally, and it will make the best possible decision based on rational thought. However, the rational thought was programmed into the vehicle. So well before the autonomous vehicle takes to the road, programmers have designed that into the vehicle. The question then becomes for the in-house lawyer, if the in-house lawyer is asked to vet the decisions that are made by the programmers, to make decisions like this, where you either hit a school bus or the autonomous vehicle potentially drives off a cliff and kills its driver? What are the ethical issues that lawyers face in trying to assist their client in making those decisions?
0: Oh, so ethical and moral and theological, this is a whole part of this evolving technology that I certainly didn't see coming. The kinds of things you're talking about, these considerations, is this just a California phenomenon right now?
1: Oh, heavens no. It's it's a national issue. It's an international issue. On the national front, of course, this is why the ABA rules are very helpful. For us, we represent rather large clients. We're located nationally and internationally, so the ABA rules are a good resource for lawyers working in large corporate platforms so that they can work with other lawyers within the same platform, and everybody can be on the same page when it comes to the rules of professional responsibility. Also, Many states follow the ABA rules for guidance, and so you can see good consistency using the uh, ABA rules.
0: I see. But still, this is all so new. There's really no track record for these ethical issues that are confronting in house lawyers working in this space. How does one get up to speed, increase his or her awareness and understanding of all this? This is a lot to absorb and a lot to try to learn.
1: True. It's one thing to, to find the rules or identify the rules. And it's another thing to apply them. Our view is that the most effective way to deal with this issue, right, these are emerging ethical considerations in an emerging industry, is to deal with the subject matter working through scenarios collaboratively. In many cases, there's no right answer. As we litigators like to say, it's an issue of first impression. In fact, every time I discuss or lecture on the issue of ethics relative to autonomous vehicles, I learned something new as well.
0: sounds like you're spending a ton of time on these issues with clients or at least Jones Day client lawyers. Is that true?
1: Well, you know, Jones Day lawyers are spending a good amount of time now in the autonomous vehicle realm in all sectors, deal work, uh, anticipating product liability issues for the future. But around the water cooler over lunch. Many of our clients' in-house lawyers are also talking about these issues. These issues are being debated because they're so interesting. As a result, Jones Day created an ethics CLE on this issue for our clients. It's a lecture, yes, but really it's more of a roundtable. It's a collaborative type of presentation. And as I said, in many of the scenarios that we pose with our lawyers, there's just no right answer.
0: So how would a Jones Day client learn more about the ethical considerations pertaining to AVs and AI in a CLE-approved ethics format?
1: Pretty easy. You can go into our website and you can find us. More specifically, many of our clients have client relationships with certain lawyers. Or to be most direct, give me a call or email me at prafferty at We're happy to come out and visit and help our clients with these ethical issues associated with autonomous vehicles and with artificial intelligence.
0: Now, is this just for California?
1: No, it's definitely not. We have important client interests in Detroit, in Pittsburgh, in New York, um, throughout the country and throughout the world. To be honest with you, these issues are being debated worldwide. In-house lawyers that we know in Europe, Asia, Dubai, and elsewhere, all are confronted with the same issues and all might benefit from talking these issues through with us.
0: Hey, Paul, this has been great. Contact Paul Rafferty at prafferty, that's R-A-F-F-E-R-T-Y, at jonesday.com. For more information on autonomous vehicles at Jones Day, go to jonesday.com forward slash autonomous vehicles, or just go to a search engine, hit Jones Day Artificial Intelligence or Jones Day Autonomous Vehicles, and that'll get you there too. You'll find contact information for Paul and other people in the practice group, publications, case studies, news, and other information. Thanks for listening to Jones Day Talks Technology. Paul, thanks. Uh, let's do this again in a few months. You've got, uh, you're going to be busy. You've got a lot of work to do. But I'd like to hear more. This is, uh, just a fascinating area for you and the firm. So, nicely done.
1: Thanks for having me, David. Talk to you soon.
0: Thanks for listening to Jones Day Talks Technology. I'm Dave Dalton. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Jones Day Talks. Comments heard on Jones Day Talks should not be construed as legal advice regarding any specific facts or circumstances. The opinions expressed on Jones Day Talks are those of lawyers appearing on the program and do not necessarily reflect those of the firm. For more information, please visit jonesday.com.